0: From the Ticats Audio Network, this is ongoing coverage of Grey Cup Week in Hamilton, presented by Swoop Airlines. Continuing coverage of Grey Cup Week here on the Ticats Audio Network, Louis be with you, and uh, it was a great afternoon today. At Anzone, and we'll let you know why in just a second. But I gotta let you know that Grey Cup week coverage on the TICATS Audio Network is presented by Swoop Airlines, the official airline of the 108th Grey Cup. With Swoop, Canada's ultra non expensive airline, you get sky high savings on flights plus lots of aircraft puns. Visit Fly Swoop to learn more and fly for less than cheap. And listen to the TICATS Audio Network all throughout Grey Cup week. As in partnership with Swoop, we're giving away two amazing prizes, a pair of Grey Cup tickets and a pair of round-trip flights to anywhere Swoop flies. All you have to do is listen for the Swoop keyword. We'll give you a different keyword in every piece of content we create this week. So the more you listen, the more chances you have to win. Go to ticats.ca slash listen to win for full contest details terms and conditions. As mentioned, it was an absolutely fantastic afternoon at Endzone Bar & Grill in Hamilton. It was the CFL Alumni Legends Luncheon. They honored the 2021 Alumni of the Year, Jason Riley and Bob Krause. And they also had a fantastic round table discussion. And we're gonna bring that for you here on the Ticats Audio Network. So here is that discussion from Friday at the CFL Alumni Legends Luncheon.
1: Okay, we have members from the uh, 72 team, the 86 Great Cup team, which tw- won in Vancouver, and the 99 Great Cup team, which we won in Winnipeg. <laughs> no, that was Vancouver too. That was Vancouver also, doing it? Okay, we go. Okay, we're gonna independently talk to each one of these players and get their uh, reactions to them playing in the Great Cup. Okay, we're going to start with the uh, 1972 team. We have Bobby Krauts, that's not mine. Tony Gabriel, Gurney Henley, and we're going to ask them a series of questions, how they felt about the Great Cup. Greatest strength and weaknesses of your concerns going into the game. Your strength versus the opponent. What was your biggest concern playing Saskatchewan in the 72 Grey Cup? i go with Garney here. Uh, I'm not sure, but I think it was Ronnie Lancaster, probably.
2: I, I uh, agree. Yeah. George Reed. Reed. George Reed. George <laughs> Reed.
1: A couple uh, of Hall yeah. of Famers. You're right, and their defense was very tough. Very tough. Yeah. yeah. What do you think, Bob? The pick play. The pick play? Yeah, they always
2: picked you. <laughs> Go ahead, Tony. They had a a very stodgy defense as well. We were tied, I think, 10-10 for most of the second half, right? And uh, Garney, Dave Fleming, and Tommy Joe were our main receivers. They were doing a great job. I think uh, Chuck, who had to leave to go to a Toronto appointment, he'll tell you... He and I had fairly good chemistry, but we, we never even looked at each other that 59 minutes. <laughs> that was a problem, but it was nice to be able to contribute in the end. Yeah.
1: You know, it's a great combination of guys who were on that team. Uh, you know, I got to go with Dave Fleming, and him and Ann's are kind of close buddies, weren't they? Him and Dave uh, Fleming were both pretty good buddies on that team. So yeah.
2: let's
1: see what Bobby has to say. Okay, Bob, your greatest memory of that game. <laughs> 1972, at home, playing Saskatchewan.
3: My great, greatest memory was, well, of course, I blocked a punt. Okay. <laughs> that was incredible. Yeah, we, 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 yeah. That, you know, and then we touched it again. But you know, the, the greatest memory was, we were two very, very close teams. And I really, honestly, felt a lot of empathy for the other team. I, I loved winning, right. but I, I, it was one of the first games I, I felt so much empathy for uh the other team you know you
4: blocked two punts that
3: game i do i blocked two and oh yeah the, the block punch <laughs> but that, that, that to me that, the, that's
1: a turning point right there yeah the turning it, point it, of the game yeah the the block lost. punch yeah. okay and the last the greatest locker room story you guys have maybe before or after that game after the game in the locker room at ivor win what was going on in that locker room as great cup champions in your home
2: your hometown The one thing that I remember was, um, if Chuck was here, I was dousing him with champagne over his head. But the one thing that I do recall, and it's been in the paper, I think, where they had Ange Mosca and Dave Fleming together, and Angie kissed Fly. We called him the Fly. Well, uh, he,
3: got, he kissed them <laughs> on, on the lips. On the lips, right? Wow, awesome! It was, it was great. I, 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 I wanted to be there too.
2: <laughs> Anyways, you had to be there. And once again, we're back. They're back, yeah, guys.
1: baby. There we go. Okay, we're going to move on to the '86 team. For now, we'll come back to you guys. '86, then '99. Okay, here we are. We got Miles Garrell. All right, Bi- and Jason Riley. Right, we don't have any defensive personnel here. Where did where did uh, where did Les go?
3: Uh, Les, Les- had to go home.
1: Les had to go home. Okay, anybody else here from the '99 Grey Cup team from on the defensive 86. side of the ball? I'm um, '86 team. I'm sorry, '86. '86. Here we go. Okay, here we go. Okay, greatest strengths and weaknesses. Going into the game, 1986.
3: The what? strengths and weaknesses of each oh, team. Oh, the strengths and weaknesses. Well, Edmonton was the big bad machine, yeah. and they were going to win no matter what. They were 15-point uh, the favorites. So uh, we played the role of the underdogs. But uh, well, we had a group of veterans that uh, wasn't scared of anything, and we had Grover Covington and Mike Walker what? Ben Zambiazzi and Paul Bennett, Les Brown, well, Les was hurt. But we had a great defense, and we weren't worried about Edmonton's offense. Our, uh, our kicker wasn't too bad either that day. Yeah, Ozzy was pretty good that
1: day. I but think he was uh, six for six, field goals, and, uh, yeah, and punted the ball pretty but good. But he's just a kicker. But they blocked
3: a punt on him. I can't remember what, what quarter that kicker. was. He's just a kicker. We don't count kickers in games. <laughs> no we kicker. Don't do no kickers. You know, we had a great defense. Yeah. Jason.
5: Yeah, that's true. I mean, if we had a finished a, a few more of those drives, Ozzie wouldn't have broke the record for kicks in a great cup. That's right. But, um,
1: no, we, we uh, our, our stepped strength, up. Mike, Mike our, played well the last two weeks of the season. That uh, total points game was the uh, the biggest thing. Us getting there was the biggest deal, you know. So. <laughs> You know what, our defense playing, chased, playing, chased Damon Allen out of the game. The, I uh, think that's what 17. happened. Well,
5: <laughs> <laughs> the old line, guys, the old line, we only gave up one sack, Damon. And we, uh, got, and uh, we got Damon Allen Damon, here who uh, played D- on the 86. Yeah, Edmonton gave up <laughs> about nine sacks, I think, and, and we uh, gave up I one.
1: Damon, uh, c- career throwing the ball, passing the ball records are uh, and rushing the ball like 84,000 yards. Is like a, a combined combination record for all professional football, and then Anthony Cabell's here. Anthony threw for like seventy-six thousand yards in the CFL, and I think he's second right now behind uh, behind Damon. But uh, I don't know what Tom Brady's got right now. Though. I don't know. Okay, right. but I, what I like about the '86 team that we had so many so much controversy going on and tragedy king, king clancy had passed away that week before remember going into the uh, two weeks before um it was, it was king horrible. clancy passed away the entire
5: team went to the funeral, funeral. and yeah. we wore shamrock on our helmets yeah. for the entire season and we actually have a shamrock on the gray cup ring in honor of king clancy and it's on our, on our
1: 1986 ring, ring. It's on That's the gray right. cup ring the shamrock for, for king clancy and then, uh, of course, Harold Ballard uh, was the owner. And um, the celebration we had after was quite moving uh, in that holiday inn. But the one thing I remember that was kind of funny was that somebody stole our video machines that whole week. Our, our uh, video uh, tape cassette players were stolen out of the hotel. So you guys couldn't even watch the game. Couldn't, Go back and study Cause the opponents because you know it was all gone There was nothing we could we put them on. So. Okay, 1999. We got
6: Rob Hitchcock,
1: Andrew grigg Hello, uh, Danny hello, McManus hello. was here. He's right here. we Danny. We're Danny. Oh. Danny Shaw. Oh, Trevor, come on up here. No, 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 no. Come on up, Trevor. Where were you? Trevor Shaw. Jesus slot back wide receiver your shit together, eh?
6: we're wa- we're running whopper right now you then, know, you know? Uh, who
1: else is here anybody else from 99 i haven't seen okay okay first question to uh mr hitchcock greatest strength and weakness going into the game biggest concern what was the biggest concern that we were worried about well i can i can be
7: honest with you um after losing the 98 great cup to calgary in the last second field goal there was no weaknesses we had going into the 99 Grey Cup when we played them. So we went in, we knew they had a great team, but uh, we knew from day one at training camp, and, and these guys will attest to it, we said from day one
1: that there was nothing, we are going to take nothing less than a Grey Cup win, and we did it. The offense performed, uh, and that, that receiver named Pluti played pretty well that day too, didn't he? Yeah, they're, they're okay. Yeah, <laughs> They're not bad. <laughs> it was not bad. Not bad. Calvin Tiggle defense was really strong. Joe Mumford. Nice crew. Okay, Andrew. Hello. Greatest memory on a big play of the game or one play of the game that that was like a turning point? Uh,
6: I don't know. I, I, I'll be honest with you. My biggest memory of the game was, so Paulus Paulus and i have to give you a little Matthew. sorry. Oh, I said it out loud. Ooh, oh, hey, oh. No, so, I, I got a little box here. So, Paulus Balls and I were roommates. So, Ozzy, the last time he won the Grey Cup was 1986 in Vancouver at BC Place. And he said to me, he goes, well, I'm doing the same thing we did then this year. And I go, well, what's that? And he said, we're taking a, 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 a limo picked us up just the two of us picked us up drove us to i don't know 20 20 seconds away got out go through the stadium we get in and he goes we're good now ozzy's like we're good now like he was like almost like this yeah he was like a calming thing where he was kind of like this is what we're going to do, and this is how we're going to do it. And he's my roommate, and believe me, you do not want me to tell you stories about Ozzy and me as roommates. Zero stories. I could start now though, if you like. Uh, no, anyways, <laughs> it, <laughs> it was wanna... a complete, uh, we, got of the, we got out of the limo, got in, we're the first two guys in the locker room, and he goes, this reminds me of 86, and he, I'm like, 86, I'm like, this was 99 like what was i like 86 i might have been grade 10 uh, it was insane but it was like this is what we're going to do and when we walked on that field we already knew i think as a team flat out we we knew as a team that there's not a chance we're losing this team. put it this way you should get asked these questions to calgary how scared they were to play us because after losing to them in 98, yeah. there was not a chance that was happening again. It was, it was, it was,
1: and that was, that was just a yeah.
6: forgotten, you know, anomaly, right? Yeah, I, but,
1: won't, I won't even talk how disappointed we all were in that Winnipeg and that 98. That, well, yeah,
6: you know. we should have won that too, but you know, I mean, we didn't. Yeah, and we you know, didn't. the next oh, year,
1: were, best team wins <laughs> on that day, right? Trevor, what are your thoughts on uh, like the greatest. What, after the game or pregame in the locker room, just what was going on? Anything jump out at you, guys? Quiet or? 'Cause I'm rarely in there. I'm always, you know, somewhere else, and I don't know what the reaction is to those guys.
4: Mike, thanks. Uh, I remember Calvin Tiggle gave an unbelievable pregame speech for us that really fired us up. But I tell you, uh, even prior to that, it didn't really matter what anyone said before the game because anyone who plays in the CFL is going to have aspirations to play in a great cup game, right? You may get there, you may not get there. But when you do get there and you lose on the last play of the game, which we did against Calgary in 98, uh, there's no more motivation needed going into the 99 season. The uh, the amount of turnover in the roster that happened in between 98 and 99 was extremely minimal. We almost had the same crew going into, yeah, we, uh, going that, into 99. That was always uh, important to try to keep the group together, you
1: know, yep. and not lose too many free agents to other teams. Yep. And we, we'd always lose one or two guys back to the
4: National Football League. Yeah. you
1: know we at that time so it was it was interesting
4: on that hey and mike quick yeah. uh, if i don't mean to yeah. throw a shout out there uh you want to talk about late season airdrops yeah. that happened yeah. from the nfl yeah. we got joe mumford coming in on one side yeah. we had tim oh, terry Tim terry was a great pickup side. for us yeah. are you kidding me uh it, it was a uh certainly you know a nice little feather in our cap going into the late season the playoffs, and then certainly the great cup. I, I think Joe led the league and uh, sacks that year, too, you know?
1: What's that?
6: Put me back on the mic for two seconds. Here's a scoop. This is what it's all about. This ring is 22 years old. Hey. And everybody loves it. Right? Everybody's great. But you know what? 22 years is too many fucking years. Let's go cats. cats, let's go cats, let's go cats.
1: Okay.
6: Hans, sit down before I snap your teeth.
1: 22 years
6: is too long. Did, so anyways,
1: uh, did, did Coach Lancaster you. give you a, uh, a big pep talk before the game? Ron wasn't much for that kind of thing. You know? no, uh, Ronnie,
7: uh, Ronnie was never big on big speeches. Um, he expected excellence from all of us, as you know. Um, he just knew that we were in that locker room, and, and, the, and the way when he came in in, 90s, in 98 with uh, McManus and Flutie, um, he just knew that he expected if you didn't follow his systems, you weren't going to be around. And during that game, he came in and just said, guys, you know what to do. Walked out the door, and that's all that happened.
1: Yeah, I can remember it. Uh, you guys on the stage after the game, getting the cup from the commissioner, and Ron was just kind of standing off to the side, and I just kind of wandered over, and he, we looked at each other, he gave me a hug, shook hands, and said, "Okay, we did it. You know, we did it. We did it. We did it." So that was was uh, one of them thrills of a lifetime, you know. So.
6: Hey, listen, guys. Thank you so much for coming out. Yeah. Greg. Corp, Corpy, Greg and Grant, Greg and Grant, this joint yeah, right Greg, now. Thank you for your uh, thank hospitality. Thank you so much for what you've done. Off the charts, dude. We'll talk soon.
1: Anybody have a question for uh, any one of our? Uh, we got, we got uh, one, one, two, three Hall of Famers here, and uh, many, and uh, Marjorie, you want? To <laughs> Greatest player you played for, against. Played with or against. 1972 team, here, 1972. Tim Biebs. Greatest player you played with or against. Angelo Mosca, we got Garney. Tony. (laughs) Garney Henley. Henley, greatest player. Bob. Bobby, greatest player you played with or against?
3: Greatest Canadian right here next to me and the greatest American next
1: to him. Adam, right here, Garney Henley and Tony Tony Gabriel. Okay, over here, 86, greatest player. Guys, 80's greatest player you played with or against in that great cup year of 86.
3: Well, you know, we have a lot of uh, great players in Grover Covington. and. Paul Bennett and uh, Ben Zambiazzi and Dave Sove and uh, our defense was amazing but our offensive line we had to put a little ragtag bunch of guys together you know Jason and I were steady we had never missed a game and then uh, we had Dale Sanderson and uh, John Malinowski and, but Ralph Schultz stepped up Yep, Ralphie stepped up and played amazing if anybody wants to watch that 86 Great Cup there was nobody better on the O line than Ralph Schultz that day, and and you know what, we we did a great job protecting Mike Carrigan from sure a good time, and uh, you know Dan Hockluck stepped up when Walter the Bender Huck. got hurt, yeah, and we had Jed Tommy Big Head Jed, Jed was a great blocker. Yeah, Jed had missed the '85 Grey Cup from the yeah. broken leg or yeah. whatever he had had, yeah. Yeah, so there was a couple of, you know, was there superstars? Steve Stapler was probably as close, and Rocky DiPietro. And but the rock, Mike Carrigan. Ker- Mer- the rocky leap. Yeah, Rock left. Okay. But, You know, Mike Carrigan had a great day, even though he didn't complete 50% of his passes that day. Yeah. Mike was a stud that day. He put the ball in Jelly Roll's hands. So, you know, our guys caught the ball very well that day. We've had day. a lot, a lot of comments
1: on like Facebook and stuff from the, the Edmonton team from that '86 Grey Cup that were also positive. That they talked how great you, you played against them and that you really knocked the hell out of them you know so uh, you
5: know John Mandridge was a pretty big stud of a defensive tackle for Edmonton and I'll tell you what uh, I got a I got a roughing penalty because he threw uh, he threw Marv Allemang down after the whistle by the horse collar very unceremoniously so I freaking just drilled him and uh, you know because I've always protected my teammates but I got a call for a 15-yard major, but it was worth it because it sent a message to their defense that we meant business and it was a war in the trenches. Hey, Paul Clantney. So then it was hilarious because Miles told me that one of his favorite moments of the 86 Great Cup was when he was lying on top of Mandrich and he said, What is your white what does your mom think about your your rainbow haircut now? <laughs> And it was twenty nine nothing at the time. So
1: that's yeah, I that's was, pretty good we story. We at halftime twenty nine nothing. I think yeah. So okay, all right, you guys best uh, best player best player ninety nine Great Cup.
4: Hey Mike, uh, I don't, I don't um, mean to hijack your game. question, but a second ago it was best you played with and best you played against. And uh, I'd like to say I had <laughs> the pleasure of having Danny Mac and Damon Allen as my two starting quarterbacks. Damon with BC and Danny with Hamilton uh, as a receiver. How could you wish for anything better? But uh, I'd also like to say on the other end of the, the uh, spectrum, I never wanted to go up against Baron Miles yeah. and rarely had to because he was a corner. But we threw a ball to Joe Hagens on third and half a yard that was basically the play that got us to the 99 Great Cup in the 99 Eastern Final yes. in Montreal. And Joe Hagens caught a 12-yard pass over top of the best defender in the league yep. to send us to the Great Cup. And... Uh, So, yeah, that's my story for best. I remember Ronnie
1: Williams making a hell of a catch on the sideline
4: late in that game, too. No doubt, absolutely, and I do not forget that. Uh, uh, By the way, my new favorite NFL player is Ron Williams' son. Edward is a... No, what? uh, Deshaun Williams. Deshaun Williams. He's a starter Uh, for the Denver Broncos. Ronnie Williams' son plays for the Denver
1: Broncos. Starter.
4: Yeah. Only been cut 11 times, currently a starter, and... uh, you know, enjoying life with the Denver Broncos. Thanks for that. Great, Trevor. What do you think, there, Rob?
1: Best player, best player Eagle I side? played played against.
7: I would have to say Mike Pringle. Okay. One of the toughest running backs ever. Uh, best player that I played with. Besides Damon Allen, because Andrew Greg. Damon was very tough as well, but uh, I have to go with Pringle. And my second best player played with D-Mac.
6: Andrew
1: okay. Greg. There you go.
7: Andrew, who
1: did you lay out? This is it. Tyree we're Davis, running, out, we're running out of time, no, so we got to wrap that,
6: her up. The, what was the receiver that you laid out? Tyree Davis. Tyree oh, my Davis. God, that guy. Good I don't night. know. <laughs> Go to sleep. Anyways, yeah. uh, favorite player to play with. I don't know. I mean, obviously, Danny Mac and I are uh, off the charts friends. Um, him and I have been together for, you know, as yeah. uh, as buddies forever. But I also played with Anthony Colville for two years. Yes. I played with Matt Dunnigan for a year. I played with Ricky Foggy. Like, these are names that are yeah. crazy names, right? So, I mean, to narrow it down, obviously, because Danny's a friend of mine. Yeah, you just want to focus best, more but, on that great cup. But, but hmm. I, I spent all night with Anthony Colville last night, because Anthony I haven't seen on other Brother. He's just the most accurate passer ever, bar none, And all those guys can take it and swoop it up. But to be honest with you, the toughest player to play against, I'm going to go ahead and say Calvin Tiggle when he went to Toronto. Calvin was a monster. Listen, that was your fault. (laughs) So at the end of the day, Calvin Tiggle leaves the Cats and goes to Toronto because this guy can't sign him. So at the end of the day, I love you, Mike, like a brother you know I do. But... Calvin Tiggle was the toughest guy I played against. That guy, he just was a machine on defense. Defense Defensive player of the year. Defensive player of the year. He is, he is, and and well-deserved.
1: Anyways, thank you, bro, appreciate it. Okay, that's it, folks. We're all done here wrap it up. Thank you for being here. Support the, uh, the end zone, great ownership. Drive home safe or wherever you're
0: going from here. Everybody have a safe night and a great, great cup, okay? And that was a roundtable discussion from the CFL Alumni Legends Luncheon. And once again, congratulations to the 2021 Alumni of the Year, Jason Riley and Bob Kraus. Okay, it's time for the keyword to enter for your chance at Grey Cup Tickets, as well as round trip flights to anywhere Swoop flies. The keyword for this show is end zone. Go to TyCats.ca slash listen to win to enter and for all contest details that's tycatsca slash listen to win and enter the keyword end zone good luck and keep listening all week for more chances to win ongoing coverage of the 2021 Grey Cup week is provided by the Tie Audio Network and presented by Sloop Airlines subscribe, follow and like to hear the latest from what's happening in Hamilton leading up to the Grey Cup